Movie Sucktastic is a podcast about bad movies and the people that love them. But it's more than just a podcast. It's an, also an online presence. If you want to know more about Movie Sucktastic or want to become a part of Movie Sucktastic, you can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Twitter, at Movie Sucktastic. You can find our blog at boothreviews.blogspot.com. Or if you want to give your own reviews that we might use on the show, you can go to reviews.moviesucktastic.com and check out our, our own little lunch.com community for Movie Sucktastic. Check us out and become a part of the show because the only thing more fun than a bad movie is sharing it. I used to daydream about being old enough to go on dates. I had this image of myself holding hands with a really cute guy driving along some pretty road. It's never about going anywhere, really. Having some sort of freedom, I guess. Okay. You awake? What are you doing? You're not gonna believe me. And I need you to remember what I'm saying. This thing, it's gonna follow you. Somebody gave it to me. And I passed it to you. Wherever you are, it's somewhere walking straight for you. All you can do is pass it along to someone else. I'm scared. I need to find him. What did he really do to you? Apparently he used a fake name to rent a house in the city. This isn't real. I swear to you, this is just some game. If it kills her, it gets me. and goes straight down the line whoever started it. What exactly is supposed to be following you? I don't know. Something happened. That's not what she thinks, okay? You don't believe me. Mom? No, it's me. Everything's okay. It could look like someone you know, or it could be a stranger in a crowd. Whatever helps it get close to you. You're listening to Movie Sucktastic.
whoa, whoa, dude, dude, whoa, dude, dude, no! Oh. Hey out there, how's Joey. it going? Hello, Joey. Hello. There's, there's something following me. Oh, I wonder what that might be. It's this fucking <laughs> film. I'm sorry. Uh, Hello. Yes. Uh, welcome to Movie Sucktastic. Uh, that's right. Shit, it's, it's been a while. What episode are we on? Uh, 181. Mm. Getting there. Getting there. Well, I mean, it's it's been a while. I, we did record the, the week before last. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's after, Before that, it, it's been a while. <laughs> last a week was... The reason we didn't record last week, it was my fault. Um, <laughs> I... Don't want to say I forgot, but that's what happened. Uh, it's it's the only time that's ever happened in my defense. I, I was out all day at the beach. What could I say? Uh, lo- lost track of time. Come home. Get a text message from Scott, which I got like 20 minutes earlier. Had not looked at my phone the entire day. Literally the entire day. So... Just, just imagine a, a sad Scott staring at his at the Skype screen on his computer monitor for half an hour. Just so. <laughs> yeah, and um, I uh, I look at my phone and the text message essentially says, uh, "Are we good for tonight? Eight o'clock?" And at that no. point, I was just like, "Oh no!" <laughs> I was, I, oh shit! Not only was I, I I was not prepared. I had not watched the film yet. Uh, Honestly, I, 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 just, I had taken your, I had taken your lack of a response as resounding no, so it wasn't <laughs> <laughs> duster. Okay, yeah. so uh, um, so uh, this episode we're reviewing uh, it follows. Yes. Now, uh, while we were getting ready, uh, Joey saw this look on my face. He's like, Scott, what's wrong? So I can't tell you right now. <laughs> um, uh, one thing I did not do uh, that i'm trying to do a bit more of when we review films is i had yeah. not immediately checked the uh rotten tomatoes rating and the rotten tomatoes rating amongst critics for this film can i, can I guess i have not seen it myself go i'm ahead. gonna guess that it's very high critics go ahead get, take a guess yeah, cri- critics i'm gonna guess that is in the very minimum in the 80 percentile but i want to go probably into the 90 90 percentile for that probably 96. like a night yeah now, audience score? Probably a lot lower. 65. 65. What the fuck is wrong with critics? Now, I don't know. Before we get too deep into this review, uh huh. You really despised this movie. Don't, don't you dare. <laughs> don't you dare. I'm going to come out and just start, no! start the review and say. That I enjoyed this movie. <laughs> Why? Why? <laughs> You're fucking kidding. No, no, I'm not. All right. You know what? Then I'm gonna let you go first, sir. And I will try not to interrupt. Okay. Uh, the, I'll tell you what I what, what I didn't like. No, no, not. No, no. You've already no? started off on a on a positive note. Okay. You better speak the praises of this film. <laughs> Then you can then you can okay. agree with me later when I bitch about it. Oh, you you're gonna bitch, I know. Um, well, but that's so what that, that's what makes the show great. Uh, anyway, uh, what I went into this movie 
Scott, he, he watches it and he's, he, he's telling me all of, you know, that he hated it. Um, that it was, it dragged on it. And normally that's not an issue for either of us. So it's like, this really struck a chord with, oh. with Scott. Can I, um, can I say something in my defense? Just, just yeah. going into this. Cause sure. w- w- you know, people will complain about films being slow. Uh, and I just want to, it occurred to me. And cause also when you complain about a film like this, and you start mentioning how slow it is because like, oh, well, we just you know, when you have no attention span, there's a difference between s- slow plotting, but that it actually is building a kind of tension and rapport with the audience and means something. I will reference the film Under the Skin, which is an amazing film, and is probably slower than this one, and probably is that, has. Is that the one with oh, Andy, Antonio Banderas? No, that's no, the skin no, I'm that's, in. That's the skin I'm in. Under Under yeah. the Skin is Scarlett Johansson. It's uh, an adaptation of a sci-fi novel. Uh, practically no dialogue uh, in huge sections of the film. Yeah, very slow. No, I haven't seen it. Definitely no, not. Um, it's not everybody's cup of tea, but it is a good movie. So okay. I, I just want to... You have to preface that when you compl- complain about a film like this and say, yeah, it's fucking slow, because that doesn't well, that's necessarily... That's why I said that un- under normal yeah. circumstances, it's not never an issue for either of us. The movie no. just has to really not sit right with us. Uh, uh, slow uh, is not an issue. Um, it's how it's, it's how it's, um, why it's presented. Slow. I guess is the right word. You know. Yeah. Uh, but I, th- I liked this film, uh, and and I think what I, what I liked about it, um, and and it is a slow movie, uh, but it's not Ty West slow. Like yes, I was led is. to believe. No, it's yes, not. It is. No, it's not. It's not Ty West slow like I was led to believe. And maybe that's why I ended up liking it. Because I went into this movie thinking that this was a Ty West type movie where a lot of nothing is going to happen. This film like like House Ty West, House of the Devil. House of the Devil is so motherfucking boring. And I might add, there's a lot of uh, like little build-ups to nothing. This film like, makes House of the Devil look like a roller coaster ride. No. No, I think it's the other way around. Uh-huh. See, in this film in this film, something is 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 always happening. It could be little, <laughs> it could be it's not like, you know, jump at you scary, but it's always that fear, at least you get that from her perspective and anyone else that's being followed by this thing. It's always that fear of it's like a you know, silent it's, fear. It's like you don't know when they're coming. You don't know when it's happening. You just always know that they're all. Al- it's always following you. It's always on its way to you. Can I can I fill that in for you? You know what's sure. always happening in this film at any given point? What's that? This. <laughs> well, if anyone's not uh, watching the live feed, that was a visual. <laughs> Scott just simply. <laughs> Turned his head and looked over his shoulder because they do, do the they do they do a lot of that. I, I'll give you I'll, that. I'll do the I'll, I'll do the I'll do the uh, the sight impaired version of that. H- here it is. Is that something behind me? Okay. <laughs> is it is it still there? <laughs> uh, now. Um, uh, anyway, but no, it, it's. Uh, I thought the flow of the film. Even though you you hated it, I mean you're Ty West all over this thing. Um, I, I I really I, I thought the flow of the film was okay. I, I it kept me interested the entire time I watched it. Uh, whenever I was 
you know, looking for, okay, something is definitely building up to something, even if it's little, it did. Uh, it never left me disappointed uh, in the fact that something was always building up on the story. Uh, the characters, you know, this, uh, the arc was, you know, not there, but that's not what it's really about. Um, it's really yeah, about... What is, it? what is it about? What's it about? What's it about? <laughs> what's anything what's really about? about? <laughs> Tell me about your mother. Um, no, but it, it just... I, I, I didn't mind the film i i just i didn't i now, thought i thought everything worked but to what end to the credits how about that until uh, the credits not, roll all right i mean now there's no there's no reason to give a synopsis of the film because if you saw the trailer at the beginning of the episode if you heard the trailer at the beginning of this episode you've seen the film pat yourself on the back go home that's it don't waste your time actually watching anything more. That whole film is distilled into that moment. Now, granted, like you said, you know, you know a film doesn't have to have a be up, to be about a lot because it's the journey. There's no journey to this film. Not really. There's, now, and maybe part of it pissed me off is that right off the bat, at, I mean, the, the I'll say the prologue, the opening scene yeah. was cool. I was like, oh, I'm in. All right. This well, is yeah, no, it got it got off to a great start. Wait, start, uh, and, then, and then that was it. If that it just should have that should have been the film. It should be like, what, oh, what I, I thought was interesting about that opening is that she's running out in like a negligee type thing, uh, and I'm saying to myself, is that just what the kids are wearing these days? Because that doesn't look like like well, you know normal bed attire. But then she's like wearing high heels, and I'm like, what the fuck was she just doing? <laughs> like that. If you're going to run away from something, <laughs> that choice of footwear, probably not your best. <laughs> Dude, that, that sounds like a neighbor I stumbled upon last week. Oh, yeah? <laughs> I was, I, this has nothing to do with a movie, but since you mentioned that, i got to say this real quick. Walking okay. to Holly's house last week, and it's like it's like nine, uh, it's like like 8 in the morning, 9 in the morning, and I'm walking up, and the house across the street, this woman comes out the back door, uh, maybe late 30s, uh, early okay. 30s, uh, black, like uh, Teddy. Uh-huh. And like, like, and like, walks out to the car, digs through the car, and I'm like, she's looking for condoms. <laughs> she was taking a break from something and going back for more. That's all I'm gonna say. Oh and man, I, I mean, was I, this uh, was this before or after you saw It Follows? Because I would have just been no, like, after. but but nothing makes me did. think of It Follows except when I like get tired. Um. <laughs> now, he, speaking of. Is that what the kids are wearing these days? Let's talk uh -huh. about one of the things in this film that pissed me off to no end. Okay. Is the, the film's really, really, really desperate attempt to be, to not exist at any specific time. Yeah, especially uh, you really got that feeling with whatever, it, uh, whenever they watch television. Every it, TV is like a 1975 CRT monitor, fucking yeah. like, you know, 24-inch black and white. They, they've got TVs on top of TVs like it's the 70s. But at the same time, they always make sure that this one chick is reading out of a little clamshell ebook. Yeah, I don't know why Everybody's, anyone would, would read out of something like that ever. I, I don't care if it was the year 2112. It, it just Why would you ever read out of that? No, so they've it's, got smartphones, but they've got the old 
you know, the old tube t televisions, and they got well, the late model cars. So right off the bat, this film's trying to play one of those. See, it's it's like a it's like the seventies, but it's not. It's like it's an homage. Oh. Yes, I I did get that, and I looked past it. I just I totally looked past it. You know what? I can um, look past it if they just did it a little bit. But it's like every time you every time you go back to the house, there's more fucking televisions in it. Like I said, at the one point, oh, oh, now he's watching a TV on top of the TV. A week passed. What the fuck happened to the other TV? Come on! <laughs> uh, yeah, I didn't care yeah. that much. I mean, you now, obviously, you, you care a lot. I, I do. And <laughs> I you know didn't. what else I care about? I care about a film that goes out of its way, whenever possible, to prove how well read it is. So, not only, well, it's almost okay. like... You, you know, like the beginning of like Twilight. I think the second Twilight, where it opens up. You don't know. You haven't watched the films, you bastard. <laughs> the yeah, beginning and, of the second Twilight and, opens. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. No, I was just gonna say that makes me a bastard because I haven't yeah. purposely yes. watched that franchise. Yeah, because I sat through almost all of them. You have a lot of catching up to do. Uh, or none at, at all. Some may say. <laughs> you're, you're lucky I don't challenge you to the whole series. That won't happen. You can challenge it to me, and when it, you know, it's like, oh, welcome to episode two hundred thirty-six, where we'll be challenging uh, the whole franchise of Twilight. We are. I'm not prepared for that. <laughs> you were supposed to watch them. I was. I didn't. <laughs> and, and then we can just hear, bastard. yeah, yeah, here's you screaming into the microphone, <laughs> as opposed to any other time, right? Well, well, yeah. <laughs> the second Twilight begins with the voiceover of Bella. Oh, great uh, voiceover! Re reading, reading Frost's poem, "Fire and Ice," and, and, and the only thing is like, oh, okay. So you're trying to prove that you that you know you you that you're trying to like act like this is like a, a literary film. I got you. Okay, let's read one of the most boring, most common Frost poems fucking ever. Good. So this so it follows steps it up a notch. Not only do we have to listen to a whole segment of. Uh, T.S. Eliot's uh, love song of Alfred Prufrock, or J. Alfred, whatever the fuck, uh, during a <laughs> during a, a classroom sequence when she's looking out the window watching some but something follow. Then periodically the film has to stop so the Asian girl with glasses can read excerpts off of her ebook from Dostoevsky's *The Idiot*. Now, what the fuck? Yeah, I okay, I get it. Yeah, because I, I, I didn't I didn't mind that stuff. I mean, I it just obviously you did. Maybe it's because it you're I don't know like a literary major. I looked past it. No, yes, like I, 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 I did get that. It's like okay, they're trying to be the smartest Smart. you know, movie smart. in the room. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Uh, you know, the, what are you reading? The idiot. It's like okay, I get it. That's a literary classic. You're reading it. You're whatever. I looked past it because that's not what I cared about. I can look past it if it wasn't so blatantly obvious and like like the whole film didn't grind to a halt. So hold on why I read a dead Russian's quote about death. So, what the fuck? Really? Okay. <laughs> let's do that. Oh, or let's, how about the, that that's the only interesting thing these teenagers say ever, 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 ever. Like, these are the most boring totally. fucking people in the world. This is, this is, these are people that just don't fucking well, talk. They, they, do when live, they do talk. They do live in Detroit. They should just kill themselves. I, they should be. They should be glad someone's come to end their lives. No, they literally have. They have nothing to say. It, the dialogue is now. Now. I'll oh, you know what else annoyed me? Uh, apparently, all all, all the kids else? these days 
have sex with their shirts on and bras on. Who does that? You're in the backseat of a car. Bra. My question I'm, is, how, how, how do they do I'm that? I'm sorry the- that you're a young, you know, budding actress and you don't want to do a nude, topless scene. But you know what? Nobody has sex with their bra on. You just right. don't. But they make sure they show a lot of long shots of full frontal nudity so they can get that R rating. But you could throw a couple of fucks and, you know, whatever in there and get the same thing. Yeah. Well, not not as much these days. I mean, these days you have to have quite a few fucks to get an R. I mean, you know, the I jaded audience. Two, I think two, two or three is the, you know, the, the minimum. They, but in order for that, they'd have to talk. <laughs> or say, now, I will grant you that real life now this we're going to be reviewing another film next episode uh by wes craven uh is a memorial uh we're going to memorialize the dead director by tearing apart one of his films because we're awesome people we're we're going to talk about his other movies too i know but (laughs) but well and and that one you know dead or alive deserves to be ripped apart (laughs) i'm sorry but while i'm watching like that i'm thinking you know why do you, you always try to give like all these teenagers this this really complicated dialogue and these really interesting different unique personalities and teenagers aren't that interesting what the fuck so it's just the opposite now i'm watching it follows i'm like all right you know what i know teenagers aren't that interesting but that doesn't mean i want to watch it <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. i really don't want to watch the kids just sit around and watch television for 10 minutes yeah i know they do that but let's do something else with the film because we have the time and we're wasting the light <laughs> it Duh. And it's Duh. all that. The basic premise of the film is that there's this entity that follows you, and if it catches you, it kills you. Of course, it follows you very slowly because God forbid this film moved at any kind of decent pace. And if you <laughs> well, have sex, that's what that that's that's what heightens the scare factor to it. No, it doesn't. No, yeah, it doesn't. Well, no, that's what they're going for. Listen, I'm yeah, not. I, I didn't. Yeah, well, listen, I'm not looking <laughs> over my shoulder after seeing this movie. That's not the point. The point is, it moves slow, and you and you can see that the characters fear in the film because because it moves slow. You never know when it's going to show up. If it moved fast, uh, you wouldn't really. You'd be running the whole film. Uh, you know, it's like okay, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? It would be. It would be a totally, it would be complete opposite of the type of film that it is. Maybe that's right. what you wanted. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. No. Well, I don't think it would be interesting. I think it would. I don't think it would, that would work. Um, you know what? I'm going to throw it, something out at you. Just, just, just as devil's advocate here. Okay. You could kind of take this as the debate about fast zombies versus slow zombies. I was just going to bring that up. Okay. Now, so go ahead. my defense. My defense of the slow zombies has always been that if you watch any slow zombie film, the real enemy in those types of films aren't the zombies, it's the people. Yep, and they're so always while fucking, the, up, fucking it up somehow. Right, so when we're watching like the original Dawn of the Dead, say, or even Day of the Dead, it's not the fact that these shambling masses are slowly coming towards you, it's the fact that, all, that the humans involved uh, are taken down by their own uh, human frailties, personality flaws, defects, bad choices. It's about right. internal conflict. Now, when you take that concept, but you remove the eternal conflict part, all you get is a shambling thing r- walking towards you at a slow pace. Yeah, that's yeah. I'm not going to disagree and, with that, and that irritates me. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> but they do other things in this that builds the tension 
of what? this thing following. Uh, one, the music. I thought they used the music very well oh. to you know display tension, to move that tension forward, to show how oh. you know just scared that the the, the what, just, you know Jay is in the film. I just what? remember something. Since we're talking What's about the music, I was trying. I'm trying to think of the music of the film. And I remembered one part. I watched this with Holly. Thank you. Okay. And we're watching it. I'm already pissed off. And we're, <laughs> we're about like what 20 minutes, half an hour in, where the girls like slept with the guy already, and she's back at her house, and all the friends are staying with her. And you get to the part where she finally sees the thing following her in the house. Right. And and it it snaps in the slow motion. And I, re- <laughs> I remember turning to Holly and go, "Oh, great." So the film wasn't slow enough as it is. The minute something interesting happens, the film's like, wait a minute. Slow the shit down. We don't want to lose you. <laughs> and it did that like twice. It's like, oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Something's happening. Slow it down. Watch what's happening. Oh, fuck, really? I can, think of, I can think of a lot of films that don't need slow motion. This is one of them. Do you, um, did you have a, 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 a bad day? <laughs> that day before you watch this? No, I, and you know what? I, I, all right, I went in the fil- I went into the film pessimistically because whenever I see people raving about a horror film, oh, all right. And also, I also preface this with that the week before we had just watched The Gallows. Okay. All right, so I was already in bad horror film mood, and I was in the bad horror film mood where I kept seeing positive reviews for these shitty films, and I was like, oh. This sucks. So the second film in a row, second horror film in a row I watched, where I'd read all these glowing, oh, this is the greatest film, oh, this is this is a beacon for, for horror movies, and I'm watching and I'm like, what the fuck is this shit? There's nothing new or creative or interesting about this at all. See, I, did, I didn't go into this film with any of that. I just knew that you just people knew liked it. it. That's I didn't. What? I, what I did just, you say? You just knew, I just knew that Scott hated it and everyone else didn't. <laughs> well, I did know that. I didn't go on Rotten Tomatoes to know. I guess that it was in the ninety percentile. I just, I just look tonight. I never. I had no idea it was that popular. Yeah, I thought I, I just, critics would. Well, I knew critics would like it, and I knew that people wouldn't because it is a slower film. Um, but I, I, I didn't go into it at all. You know, it's like reading any reviews, uh, hearing any raves about how it's the best horror film in the last whatever, 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 decade, two decades, in my lifetime bullshit. Um, I didn't go into it at all. I just strictly went into it with, I know people like it, let's watch it. That's oh. it. Oh. Now, the the music, I thought, for the most part of the film, worked. Um <laughs> There are a couple of scenes specifically where the where the Jay is getting ready and she's looking in the mirror. I thought the music there did not work. I thought that music was trying too hard uh, to be too much of an homage to. Uh, I felt the music was more of an homage to '80s like Tangerine Dream uh, type music. Um, and but I thought okay. the music, the score as a whole, was like this um, Tangerine Dream meets John Carpenter. Type like if you took those two styles and you put it together, you'd get the score for this oh. movie. Oh, oh, so if Carpenter had done this film, this film would have kicked fucking balls. Are you kidding have you, me? Have you I seen can... a Carpenter film in the last few years? No, the guy, this, no, well, no, wouldn't have. because if Carpenter, if Carpenter did this, he would have done this in the 80s. This is an 80s Carpenter well, film yeah. turned into a hipster shit. This is fucking hipster horror, motherfucker. <laughs> in the it. flat. You, 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 you're oh, hold on. <laughs> 
Scott always yells at me for using hipster. When I use it, it's it's almost always appropriate. I, I don't even know what this... I, I, what does this director I, even I, look like? Hold on. I got to see what he I, looks like. I have once or twice in the past confirmed with you that under very specific circumstances, I will agree with the term hipster. This is one of them. This is hipster wannabe cool. Ty West is fucking hipster horror. It's this whole genre now that's out. I mean, there's just to illustrate the, the whole bullshit attack approach towards this film that people yeah. are praising it for. There's one audience review for it that starts, uh, and I quote, the horror genre has been a down, on a downward slope for the past couple of decades. Really, motherfucker? <laughs> really? The past couple of decades? How about there's been shitty horror films since they were making shitty horror films? And that they're always going to be shitty horror films. Horror films haven't been on a downward slope. Really? The, yeah. the past couple of decades. This guy, by the way, looks like he's not even 20 years old. What the fuck does he know about the past couple of decades of horror films? Well, I, I, I'm, a, I'm in agreement with you. With that, I'm, I mean, the, the, was the first horror film he ever saw the thing? Because you know what? You really can't. That's the fucking bar right there. I mean, That's even, the bar for horror. Is John Carpenter's sure. the thing? Seriously. Here's a bar. Well, here, here's a bar. I'll even go back a few years ago. Let the right one in. There's a slow, semi-silent. Well, that, that's also foreign. That's also foreign. But but we're all you know we're all part of this. And we're not we're not limiting this to American. And they did an American remake, so I can I can mention it. Uh, but th again, but there's there's a film that is slow, methodical. It's not you know high intensity or anything, but it's fucking good. Oh yeah, really good. There have been excellent films in the past. Uh, you can go back, go back any year, and there are excellent fucking horror films. Yeah. Mainstream or mainstream horror. Take films. the Daywatch movies. Right. I mean the whole the whole vampire. Well, it's more than that, but that series, yeah. that Russian series, is very good. And there's I would say that American for the most part, I would say that's slow. Yeah, and you know what? It's it's like no matter what, there's always going to be mainstream shit because that's what they do. They crank out mainstream shit. Horror, horror has been mainstream shit since fucking Bela Lugosi. They've had it. There's no <laughs> yeah. fucking sl downward slope. Oh, this film's revitalizing horror. And that's the whole fucking lie that Ty West and these other hipster douchebag fucking horror wannabe uh, filmmakers are, are buying on this whole thing of horror is like all just flashy and torture porn but i'm making something artsy as well fuck you there's nothing there's nothing artsy about sitting on my ass for two hours waiting for something to happen in a film that's labeled horror and the only thing horrifying about it is that i'm wasting my fucking time <laughs> i'm sorry let me dial that down a bit I think scott tell me how you really feel <laughs> <laughs> seriously when that slow motion hit in i was just like what the fuck that was it for me and and, and then <laughs> i like the part in the middle where we take a 10 minute walk towards their big plan and their big plan is they break into a like uh, a school or somewhere why is it that high school pools in films are completely unguarded yet immaculately kept yeah i did notice that i was like yeah this building's falling apart but you know what that the pool's been shocked has just the right amount of chlorine <laughs> and and, and it's not who's only taking has, care of this pool yeah and not only is it not locked but it's lit for them as well yes the fuck but the and their whole plan is yeah let's go we're gonna go into this pool and we're gonna plug in small appliances all around it and then when it comes for her See, in the water i didn't mind that i didn't mind that because i took that as stupid teenagers i just like for real oh. i just took that as that's something a stupid teenager would would do and think would work that's why i didn't mind that not only is it beyond stupid 
for these teenagers to think that throwing a toaster into an Olympic-sized pool is going to electrocute somebody? Where the fuck did they find a swimming pool that has non-GFCI outlets every three feet around the entire fucking pool? Where does this exist? It is Detroit. I, it's probably really? why it's closed. Really? <laughs> it didn't meet up to, build, to building codes. But that's a whole different podcast. Come on. But they for, I know. <laughs> no, I know. And, but they forgot, and they forgot to fire the janitor. I got you. I understand yes, that. Yes, that makes yeah, sense. He, he just was not, he was not doing it right. Oh. <laughs> it just... And now... The whole point, and this is one of these things where people like, I have a, I, I like message movies, and I like movies that you could read. I like, you know, oh, well, you know, this is actually, uh, you know, symbolic of this. I'm big on that. I'm a, liter I'm a literary major. That's what I fucking do for fun, yeah. <laughs> is reading the symbolism and, and metaphors and imagery and shit. But if you all, like, if you read people talking about this film, say, oh, is it a metaphor for AIDS? Oh, is it a metaphor for death? How about it's a metaphor for slow, boring? I think it's 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 a metaphor for just fucking pissing the wind for two hours. Yeah, I I I did not have a problem with this as nearly as much as you did, obviously. <laughs> it's okay though. It's okay. Now. Ah. Go ahead. Sorry. No, no, no. I'm just trying to think of where we could go uh, from here almost want to do Wes Craven's I'm... challenge with this episode because <laughs> we're, we're like riding on fumes right now. We're only well, well, 33 minutes in. Well, I mean, we can, we can have a short episode for once. I mean... Well, that's true. Now, here's, here's where my angry level is. How does this piece of shit, slow-ass, fucking wannabe intelligent, lame-ass movie... Get the same IMDb rating as the Babadook, which was fucking awesome. Yeah, I haven't watched it yet. Um, oh, it's it's one of those movies where my wife really wants to watch it mm. um, with me. It is it is so but, worth the time. But the problem is, my wife is such a scaredy cat. It we have to watch that at like one in the afternoon. And the issue with watching that so early is my children are awake. So this is one of those films that I'm going to have to watch on my own. Yeah. And then when the, the time presents itself, rewatch it with her and pretend I didn't see it. Kind of like what I did with Star Trek uh, Into Darkness just a week ago. <laughs> I had watched that over almost a year ago. On a Saturday, I worked at my job when it was super slow and nothing was going on. About a week ago... We're flipping through uh, the Plex, and she comes across it, and she says, Oh, Star Trek in the Darkness. We haven't seen that yet, right? Uh, no, dear. We haven't. <laughs> so, uh, it was... I liked it. It's not It's not as as good as the first film, but it, it was good. So, I had to pretend that I never I, saw it. I've got this new rule that Holly's going to hear because she's going to listen to this episode. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I've got this kind of... Un unwritten rule that I kind of abide to more or less where if I have the film or we have access to it and I and I say at least on three different occasions let's watch this and I get a no that's it I'm watching it whenever the fuck I want I'm not waiting I'm not waiting I've got too many films to watch I'm not waiting I, I, I agree with that um, the thing is I know she does in fact want to watch it because I'll say listen if this is one of the movies 
I'm watching myself, you need to let me know. And she does. She's very good with it. So uh, I try and hold off as long as I can when it comes to the point of, no, I want to see that. And it's like, babe, it's I, um, her, it's uh, six months now. We <laughs> When are we going to watch this fucking thing? Uh, and the problem is, you know, we have kids, we both work. It's it's hard enough to try and pick one movie, let alone a couple of thousand that I have to choose from. So, I, it's it's a great film, and it's it's a film that like after I watched it, like I talked to one or two other people that had seen it, and I get the same reaction after each one. And it, this is like a totally different thing than oh, is it a metaphor for AIDS? Is it a metaphor for death? Is it a meta? This was a film where I talked to two or three different people that had seen it, and we eventually got to the point where where they said, "Is it just me or blank?" And I was like, "Yes, I agree." It's like, "Oh wow!" It's like that kind of thing where the film leads you in one direction but never says it, and it's fucking brilliant. It's this is so the brilliantly done. Yes, yeah, obviously okay. it's the Baba Duke. We're not talking that follows. Okay. <laughs> so you're gonna love that film, and I think you'll totally be on on board with me when I discuss it with you. Now, now uh, you know my wife. Uh, is this ooh. a daytime movie? Yeah, exactly. Is this a daytime movie for my wife? Uh, she she's a mother, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's a daytime movie. God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Yeah. Uh, I just recently um, recommended someone to watch a Serbian film, and then immediately said, "You know what? No, I don't recommend it." <laughs> <laughs> Because uh, I was like, yeah, don't, don't. You can't unsee you know, it. You just, you, you know, can't. It's like you, you stumble upon these, uh, uh, you stumble on these things online all the time now where people are, oh, top 10 most films this, top 10 most films that. And I came right. across one that they did because uh, Human Centipede 3 is showing on uh, IFC or HBO or something. Okay. And so they did uh, 12 most disgusting films you ever see, you'll ever see. And I'm scrolling through it and I'm looking at these like, yeah, I don't get it. What are you talking about? That's not that. <laughs> like, I think I've become so numb to it. Like, I'm reading through it. And I think, yeah. they did, like, Dead Alive, Dead Alive was on the list. I'm thinking, was it that? That really? wasn't that disgusting. Was it? Really? Yeah, no. They're, and, oh, the lawnmower scene. Oh, my God. It's like, you know what? You really haven't seen enough. Like, and the problem is, like, the the internet these days, it's like you were saying with that reviewer. He's like 20. It's like, it's run by people like that. It, it's like, for real. It's like, listen, you if someone's going to make that list, they need to be in their 30s or 40s or even older than that so that they've seen you even more shit. I'm sorry. 20-something no. uh, ain't fucking cutting it. It's just not. I agree with you. I know I agree with you. Now, I'll, let's be fair. Uh, you're entitled to your opinion as a film goer at age 20, 25. Sure. All I'm saying is if you're going to reference the past 20 years of horror films, you should have watched the last 20 years of horror films. And I don't think you crammed that all into... The, the past oh five six seven years when there's so much out now right so don't talk to me about fucking downward slide in the past 20 years the past 20 years has had some really fucking awesome horror films horror films have come a long way oh, i mean yeah, the, have, yeah you want a downward downward slide uh a downward slope of horror films let's talk the 90s that's your downward slope of horror films yeah Everything that was that was a bad decade <laughs> Yeah, everything. Well, between the MPAA, uh, the the complete commercialization of horror films because of Freddy Krueger shit. Uh, I mean, specifically Freddy Krueger. Uh, Jason kind of too, but Freddy Krueger really. And you know, Hello Wes. Uh, the '90s really like was kind of killing the horror film. It took a new 
new century to really get the horror films back up. And the, the, oh, and that guy also kind of mentions in the same breath uh, that part of that was due to remakes. I tell you, some of the fucking horror film remakes in the last decade have been fucking better than the originals. Hills Have Eyes remake. Hills Hills Have Eyes was fucking awesome. I wouldn't say that. Uh, that was uh, that was a one o'clock movie for my wife. Um, Hills Have Eyes. Uh, I spit on your grave. Uh, yeah. The last house on the left, kinda. Uh, fucking Evil Dead remake was fucking phenomenal. Yeah, I loved that. I thought it was it, great. Who's shitting on these remakes? I mean, there's some really good fucking remakes coming out. They're better than the fucking sequels. Fair, yeah, totally. Yeah, and, and it's not like they're remaking, you know, they're remaking films from the 70s that had no fucking budget. So, hey, let's do the same thing, but let's put a budget behind it and a little bit of production value. Because let's face it, Wes Craven in the 70s, not so much on that. Yeah. I think it's a totally... Look at John Carpenter's films from the fucking 70s. You tell me that they're top-notch you know, production value. No, they're not. They were fucking, un they were fucking guerrilla war fil guerrilla filmmaking. They were working on shoestring budgets. They were and, and what's amazing with those films is that they managed to, to, to captivate audiences because it was so much more than just money on the screen. They actually had something to them and they worked really hard for them. So, you know, some of the remakes are actually pretty good because they're taking that same dedication and they got some fucking money behind it for a change. Yeah. Yeah, not like the originals where they do it like you said, shoestring budget. It, 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 you know, it, it reminds me of like, like uh, our first few episodes when uh, that one Canadian magazine and they're like, oh, you know, oh, American yeah. horror. And like, what the fuck are you talking about? America's America's killing horror films. America hasn't made any good horror films. Oh, Canada's cranking out all the fucking horror films, right? That fuck might, you. That might have been our Halloween episode, which was episode five. Yeah, I had a little. You I had a back. You did. Tattooed yeah. bitch. Well, you backed it up too. I mean, you did well, back yeah. it up. Uh, and I was like, oh yeah, because we had ginger snaps. Really, ginger snaps? That's you, that's your saving the horror industry. That and Cronenberg. Okay, yeah, great Cronenberg. And how many films did he make in Canada? Fuck you. I just, <laughs> you know. It, and I, the, I, I, I am not a fan of ginger snaps. Just don't care. <laughs> just no, I I'm sorry. Was that bad. I, I no, no, no. I didn't I hate it. it. I'm just not a fan. It's, I don't think it was groundbreaking, except oh geez, female leads. Oh, good for you. Great. You know, that's really you're 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 really advancing feminism with a film about girls getting their periods, killing people. No, good for you. That's that's <laughs> uh, Glor Gloria Steinem. I'm sure fucking loves that movie. Yeah, totally. But I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, I'm the, I'm I'm the first person to say that like all sci-fi and all horror film, all, all horror are technically shit off right off the bat because it's exploitation an exploitation genre and and they really you can still enjoy a lot of them but most of them are shit i'm the first person to say that but don't tell me that this fucking hipster piece of shit is elevating horror films after two decades really come on <laughs> why are fucking films yeah and you know what i'm gonna tell you this too so i uh -huh. watched the I, uh, the gallows holy shit it's the gallows is pretty much them saying, "Hey, uh, paranormal activity was really popular. Let's try that again." Oh That's God, really? All it is. Man. I heard right of it. I, I don't even. I don't even have it. I, I, I since you, Dude, you're not even saying you're not even giving it any kind of a glowing review whatsoever. I'm probably not unless you're challenging it to me. I'm probably not going to visit it unless I, you know, find it on TV. It's even even down to where it was like these like 
kids, this local people, made this sh shoestring budget film, and then the studio said, oh, we'll take that and we'll polish it and we'll release it in the theaters because it's so awesome, like they did with Paranormal Activity. It's like it's like the same thing, except they literally did that thinking, oh, this will be the next Paranormal Activity. And what it is is, oh, this is the next this is the next person trying to rip off Blair Witch and Paranormal Activity and failing fucking miserably because we've already seen it 20,000 times. <laughs> you know? And I still, uh, to this day, I have to defend Blair Witch when people bring it up because you know, people—it's like the film people like to shit on. That that film launched a genre that's still alive and kicking today. Yeah, it's it's, yeah? it's the beginning. Yeah, so, and so that movie made my wife cry at the end. I talking about my wife a lot uh, during the, this episode. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, she, she doesn't do horror very well, but she wants to see it. That's the thing. She wants to do it, but it, it's got to be like one in the afternoon. I don't understand that. Maybe there's so much time between then and actually laying your head down on the pillow. Uh, right. Like when we, like I had a screening of Param Paranormal Activity at the house. I, I was able to get myself a work print. The one with the good ending, not the Hollywood ending. The one where, uh, well, I'm not going to give it away because there's yeah. always somebody visiting, uh, revisiting movies or watching it for the first yeah. time. Sure. But anyway, uh, I got the one with the original ending, which I thought worked much better, but they gave it to Spielberg. That's that's the the rumor anyway. They gave it to I, I, Spielberg you know, and he I think, he I polished think it up. and. I think he was right to end it quickly the way he did. I, I think in some ways because I, I agree with you in some ways the the original ending was better. But it, I, I see why he did what he did. And as a filmmaker, I think he was right, and I think it worked properly. But yeah. I agree with you in some regard. I, I think both have their their pluses and negatives. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, that, that's all. I agree. It. Uh, but um, yeah, no, Blair Witch made my wife cry. I mean, the end of that movie, she just she's just sobbing into her. <laughs> like what's the matter babe you all right uh, we're gonna get some food right now right i'm hungry <laughs> you know I, i'm finding that out about holly because you know over the years like we have saw marathons and she doesn't blink it's like yeah so you know she loves the saw films like sure. i do so i never considered her like like being twitchy with horror films but then there's stuff like she'll be watching sinister in the middle of the day and she'll call me so you have to come over here because we can't watch the film anymore <clears throat> and I'm finding that, that films that have that that are like that, that purposely do that kind of dark uh, jump scares, like we're watching we're watching Insidious two, and she's like, oh no, don't tell what's gonna happen, what's gonna happen, what's gonna happen. Like, really? This is Insidious two. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's isn't yeah, it PG thirteen? <laughs> <laughs> so I find when when it comes to these kind of like anticipatory jump scare horror films like ghost things and supernatural stuff she's right. you know she's like hiding behind the hands and oh i can't watch oh it's scaring me but you know we, we could watch like, hostel and it's like oh, what the fuck's this yeah all right whatever yeah okay oh, yeah. so he's you, cutting you her, cut right. that eyeball <laughs> off you cut that eyeball yeah, right yeah. off <laughs> is he done cutting the eyeball off yeah because i'm getting bored <laughs> yeah yeah oh pus just squirt yeah yeah you you do it <laughs> so, you know, zombie films no problem you know the, the the ghost on the monitor moves it's like oh shit call scott we, we need company so it's, it's that weird thing. That's so like Babadook. I think she was fine with. I don't think we had any major problems with that. Um, okay. But that was a different kind of thing, though. I know. But you, for Mare, yeah, definitely daytime. Damn um, it! Now, now <laughs> I'm going to share this with you too. So I we watched it follows. Yeah. Then we watched the Gallows. Okay. So I'm two for two for for new horror films that suck ass, and I'm like, all right, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna fucking I'm gonna fucking uh, double down, and I'm gonna watch more. 
Okay. So, so I went ahead. So I went. I went ahead and watched uh, Unfriended. Ah, okay. All right. Yes, you. Uh, we did converse about that very briefly. Yeah. So, oh, and, and just I, for I, peace of mind, um, your movie challenge is not a horror movie. Okay. Thank you. Okay. But so I, I it's like I go home alone. I'm like, fuck this. I'm. I'm. I'm I'm going. I'm going for broken this shit. I'm watching every shitty fucking horror film. I've got unfriended, and so I put that in. I've got. A, I've got a hate on. I'm ready to fucking hate. It's like, all right, show me another piece of shit that's supposed to be modern horror. And you know <laughs> what? I didn't. I didn't mind unfriended at all. I thought it was interesting. That there's a film that tried to do something different and new, and if it right. didn't succeed 100, percent it came pretty close. The whole film takes place on a, on a teenage girl's monitor. The entire film. And it's chat windows and videos and Skype chats and stuff. And I thought as far as a use of multimedia in a story, and, uh, and technically you could call it gimmicky, but it's not really gimmicky because it really, it, it almost, and it's almost, because again, it's horror film and it's got restrictions so it has to stick to it. But it kind of rang true to, uh, it didn't seem that far-fetched as far as like just everything happening on this monitor screen. It really, right. at monitor, monitor. Uh, I didn't think it was that bad, and I the fact that it it has they only had one monitor. My God, she's on her laptop. Or better, I think. Uh, so yeah, monitor. Yeah. Oh, if it was yeah, if it was it was if it was uh, ours, it would be all over the place. But now now that film, which I thought at least was original and tried to do something different, mm-hmm. one full star lower than it follows. I guess because it didn't have enough old televisions and slow ponder. How about the fucking three sixty? There's that 360 shot when they go to the high school to find the kid. Oh, oh. I, thought you were, camp- I don't know why I was thinking. In, in one of the last Paranormal Activity films, uh-huh. uh, I think it was like the uh, the two sequels ago, maybe three, they had a whole thing with the Xbox 360, the Kinect. That was uh, the fourth one, I think. Was that the fourth one? Probably the, the stupidest one. thing I've ever... I've ne- I haven't watched the entire film. I just stumbled across that scene. Quite possibly one of the dumbest things ever in a movie. Uh, and no, no, not Xbox 360. I'm talking camera move. There's the I, part I, in the, I get it falls it now. where they go to the high school to find the kid, and so the camera like is pointing at them, and then there's a slow pan. And I get it. The part when it first pans past the, the 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 window out in the background, you can see someone walking slowly towards the camera. It's like, oh, that must be the thing following. But then it keeps going, and it's right. panning down the hallway. And then across the wall. And why? Why the fuck are we still doing this? Did you get like a hold of like a special camera and you got to use it today? Is that what the fuck this is? Someone <laughs> got the Steadicam release and goddamn it, you're going to use it until they come and take it back? What the fuck? Yeah. It was. Why not? It, it was. It was. There was no point to it except to maybe drag that scene out a bit longer. This it follows is like fifty percent fucking padding. Roger Corman would be proud. Yeah. Uh, something that's been going on in my head since you said it and. Did you yes. say the one friend is Asian? She's not. No. Okay. Well, she had the glasses on, and she was and she was smart, so I assume she was Asian. <sighs> okay. She's <laughs> not. She's 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 some kind of nationality, isn't she? She's Italian, but. She's, oh, same thing. To, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, forget I brought it up. <laughs> some kind of she's some kind of foreigner. I mean. Yeah, the Mediterranean and all the, all, Asia, all, they're not really near each other. Okay, never mind. Um. You know what? <laughs> you know what? Amongst this, amongst this bland, pasty white fucking cast, she was, she was, she could have been fucking like, uh, like some like 
missing tribe in Nairobi. <laughs> Just because she fucking looks a little different. And you know that's one that's one thing about the film too is the film is amazingly white. There's like the white people in this film. It's like do black people exist? I mean, this, it, this and, film, and you know what's I mean it's Detroit, so yes they do. <laughs> but yeah, apparently they yeah. live in the oh, good section of Detroit. The, the, one, the one girl's like, the, yeah, you know, we used to talk about the, the was it eight mile or the three eight mile, mile or whatever? Uh, yeah, a couple of blocks past the eight mile. I wasn't, and I wasn't allowed to come down here. So like, I don't know why, because there's not a person in sight, let alone any black people. Why was your mother afraid of this town? This town looks fucking safe as shit. There's like not a soul <laughs> around here. Man, thank God there's no people here, let alone black people. I mean, God forbid there's any black, I mean, and also they're, like they're in a shitty suburb too. Really? It's all white people in Detroit. There's no nowhere. They couldn't find. They couldn't even like drag up a black person. They like walk by the camera at some point. And I think the, the one boyfriend across the street. He was like half something. You know, he wasn't full American. Yeah, right? I don't. I didn't look him up. I could care there was, less about. There was him. there was like a bit of Latino or something there, Mexican. Oh, or, I'm actually seeing if this was shot in Michigan or not. Watch, it's Canada. <laughs> Here we go. Filming locations. Let's see. Where did they shoot? Uh, nope. They did shoot entirely in Michigan. Holy uh, shit. Entirely in Michigan. Well, at least they, now, at least now, they I did, did that. I did notice one thing in the parents' guide I went through briefly. There's uh -oh. two mentions of somebody. It's got to be the same person. Um, under, the, under the heading in the parents' guide of sex and nudity. The first one is, in one scene, it parentheses is nude in the form of a woman full frontal nudity is shown her crotch is shaded pretty heavily oh my okay and i'm thinking i'm thinking and he, and he was really looking too and then the next uh two down it says it print uh quotations also takes the form of a nude older man standing on the roof of a house again full frontal nudity is shown while his crotch is heavily shaded and I saw the film, and I saw. But it's not like scenes. a loincloth loin or something. No, no, it's called fucking pubic hair, people. No, no, no. It's well, called, it's called fucking. Pu I saw those shots. It's called pubic hair. It's called <laughs> bush. There was no heavy shading. It was fucking bush. Well, because because yeah. outside of porno films, a lot of people still have that. It it really does exist, Mister Parents Guide. Well. Uh, you know, he needs I, to be able I, to warn his fellow Christians. Why can't I see your camel toe? I'm all confused. It's called pubic hair, you fucker. <laughs> Heavily shaded. What is this? What is this? A sketch drawing? What the fuck are well, you talking to, to about? To even say pubic hair, uh, it's like there there'd be a warning for the Family Guide. Warning. Both those shots. <laughs> Words yeah. like pubic and hair are put together in the same sentence. But I'm pretty sure at least one of those shots takes place in broad daylight. And you know, there's no fucking shading. It's just, it's fucking, <laughs> it's thatch. That's what it is. <laughs> fucking deal with it. I, I just, fucking, people are fucking crazy. All right. Yeah, so, no. so uh, are we are we about time to uh, rate this movie on IMDb? Oh, you got a fucking fight on your hands with this one, sir. What you? I'll let you take the starting bid. Right now, it's currently at six point nine, the same as Babadook. Which Bob makes no fucking sense. I would, I would, I would think Babadook was higher than that. So would I. Hence my anger. Well, Babadook be a, 
Babadook should be at minimum a seven. I think the film deserves an eight or nine. It was that fucking good. It's that fucking smart well, and scary. Well, I'll tell you right now. Uh, even though I didn't, um, even though I liked the film, um, I, I don't think I could rate it follows higher than a six. Um, <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> yeah, I know what you would want to rate it, but uh, six is the highest I would go for that film. All right. Um, if you were willing to go, if you were question, willing to go five, I would agree with that. Question, the yeah. question isn't how high you're willing to go. It's how low. I just said no lower, no lower than five. How low? No lower than no five. No lower than five. Yeah. Five is average. And I think that this is I'm, at least an average movie. I've got my finger poised over four. No. Poised I, 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 over I cannot. Four. I will not agree with a four. This movie is a four coming it's, five, five. You know why this film deserves a four? Because it's fuck, fucking hipster douchebag. <laughs> I want to be intelligent, so I'm gonna. Oh, hold I, on, I, hold on. Enough, enough we, with the hipster douchebag stuff. Dude, you, you. I'll give you a pass next time you say it because I'm telling you, right? Oh, hold on a second. Can can we squeeze one more quote from Dostoevsky in this film? Because <laughs> our our teenage audience is definitely gonna be on board with this. Please, please, hold on. Hold on. Can we extend that classroom scene to get some to get some T.S. Eliot in there? What Frost wasn't too edgy for you? What the fuck? <laughs> Five. Come if on. If you want to do four, four, if you do a four, you got to do it behind my back. Just don't do it uh, right in front of me. <laughs> okay. All right. Five. It is then. <laughs> All right. So now let's uh, let's move into Scott's favorite. Uh, hang on, portion. Hang on. Let me yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, you were gonna say yeah. I just wanted to check the demographics real quick. Scott's uh, the, his thing is the demographics, which well, I don't I... know how this this isn't more or the same boring as when we used to do the top ten. I don't mind it. I no, enjoy I, it, but no, I, it, it's just as boring. Because this <laughs> doesn't take forty-five minutes. The top ten. We would spend an hour on the top ten list. Let's be honest, because because the. The concept was great. Let's talk about the last top ten films in the box office. That's great. Except Scott and Joey are going to want to talk about every single fucking film, and, and then, then they're going to want to talk about off. the film that reminds them of. Yeah. <laughs> and then they're going to want to talk about that film that might have been there if it had been made the same way with a different actor ten years ago. So, yeah, that's why that never worked. Yeah. Well, we well, we did it for like I, thirty like, episodes. You know <laughs> if the podcast was just the top 10, it'd be fucking stellar. But the fact that we waded through all that and then we tried to do a review, that's why we had three-hour episodes back then. Yeah. <laughs> we, we, we had to choose. We want to review a film. We want to talk about 10 movies every episode. Yeah, that's why if anyone listens to the first, <laughs> probably the first 50 episodes, that's yeah, probably yeah. when we were doing top 10. We might even went a little further past 50. Um, but... <laughs> I oh. think we did go. No, you know what? I think we do, were doing a top ten up into the '60s and early '70s of episodes because I remember specifically doing that, it when we did Skype and we started doing that at episode uh, 40. Anyway, it back. yeah, yeah. But if anyone listens to those episodes, uh, th there was a point in time where I said, "All right, we're going to take a quick break." <laughs> we would, <laughs> we would, we would play commercials and we would, uh, you know, come back into music uh, to start the show, the second half, which was the review. And yeah, our average show, a minimum of two hours back then. You know, dude, you know what we should be doing? It was a given. We should be re we should be recording the top ten episode like Sunday night or Monday night, and just talk about the top ten for half an hour and then post that. Uh, yeah, I I'm game. It wouldn't. It, I 
I'd only be available to do it probably around 9.30ish, 10 o'clock, but I'm available. The numbers are out for the, for the, for the weekend. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm saying, let me check my calendar. No, I'm free. Yeah. Uh, if that's something you really want to, you know, uh, it's do, an idea. I, I, I'm, I'm for it. You I can't like do, do it. it I can't quick. do it till like 10 o'clock. We could do it 10 o'clock and you just throw it up that night. So it's up there Monday morning. And is this going to be an episode for Movie Sucktastic or just kind of like one of those side ones? Like where it's not episode 183, it'll just be, you know, box office weekend. Yeah, just box office weekend and the date. That's it. No no numbers, not official episodes, just us talking about the top 10. It can be as as short or as long as we want to. We don't have to, you know, work out, iron out the details here, but... I don't know why we're still talking about it. We're going to have to... We're gonna have to set some ground rules. <laughs> sure. Oh no, that, we 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 always need more ground rules. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, quickly on the IMDb demographics. Uh, IMDb yes. it's six point nine with um, sixty six thousand users. Uh, okay. The average, the highest average rating is seven, which is way too fucking high. Uh, for demographics, yes, uh, males seven point oh, females six point five. So uh, males are slightly dumber. Now, uh, the demographics there's there's like a cl- there's almost a clear slope as you get age, uh, male and uh, males and females males seven point six if they're eighteen and under, males forty five and over six point five, females uh, seem to be just as intelligent across the board under eighteen they're six point seven, at forty five and older they're six point five. What I find amazing about that is 18 and under, uh, I'm just led to believe that anyone 18 and under has full-blown ADHD. H- how, do they, how do they sit through this? That's a, how did I sit through this? Fuck, fuck ADHD. How about just like a normal attention span? Jesus Christ, this film was horrible. <laughs> now, 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 one thing I never yes. looked at before, this is interesting. The highest number of votes yeah. is... is um, Sixteen thousand. No, well, no. Highest number of votes is males, age eighteen to twenty-nine. There's twenty-three thousand oh, right, right. votes. The least number of votes is females under eighteen, one hundred and sixty-seven. That's it. Wow. Oh no! By the way, IMDb, IMDb staff, my favorite category, eight votes, seven point seven. Fuck you, IMDb staff. Seriously, <laughs> all you, I hate you. I hate you. I hate you. I hate you. It's probably filled with twenty-somethings. I, making, and you know, I, making like no money. <laughs> they get to watch yeah. all the free movies they want <laughs> with no health care. <laughs> on streaming. Yeah. Listen, you can watch any all the movies you want. Uh, you can review them, uh, but uh, yeah, we can't pay you. Now, now <laughs> okay. Now here, here's an interesting demographic they have. They have the top 1,000 voters, and out of the top 1,000 voters, only 304 voted on this film. 6.6, by the way. Then they mm-hmm. have they broken into categories U.S. users and non-U.S. users. So U.S. users, twelve thousand people, seven point three, way too fucking high. Non-U.S. users, thirty-one thousand of them, because you know there's more of the rest of the world than America, despite uh, belief otherwise. Right. Six six point eight average. So as far as I'm concerned, right there, that just proves. How dumb Americans are! Oh, I mean, do we really need to prove it? No, we don't. <laughs> no. 
All right, so let's move on to your movie challenge. Yes, sir. Now, the the movie that I'm thinking me? of. <laughs> no, it doesn't follow you. You should make a uh, version of follows where the thing follows you until you make someone else watch a bad movie. <laughs> Isn't that what we do every week? <laughs> maybe, maybe we've been dodging this fucking horrible demon for decades without even knowing it. Since fuck, yeah, if, right? they just, if they would stop telling each other their f- films, I could kill one of them. <laughs> <laughs> so there, there you go. The show we can never end the show. Uh, welcome to Movie Sarcastic, no. episode seven hundred and ninety-six. <laughs> like we were going to stop doing this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My kids are going to be in college. Like, Dad, are, are you done yet? No, we're we're hitting a milestone. It's episode fourteen hundred and ninety-nine. <laughs> we're doing episode fifteen hundred. I get better. For you. Your kids are going to be in college. Your kids are going to be in college. Like, dude, I think I heard your father on like a podcast. No, no. <laughs> yeah, I think it was from two thousand and sixteen. <laughs> Oh, what'd they review? Oh, you know, one of the... They, they, they rebooted The Matrix. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> uh, 18. Yeah, they brought it back. They brought it back, motherfucker. Yeah. Um, do you all think right, if they bring so, Saw back, they'll, they'll continue this? Hold on, real quick. Yeah. If they bring Saw back, do you think they'll, re- they'll continue it or they'll reboot it? Saw so, um, depends on how... It, de- it depends on how much time is between the last film and when they actually decide to reboot. Uh, like, let's say, for instance, uh, let's say it's a full decade, you know, after the, the, the last Saw film, which would be, what, 2020, we'll say? Whatever. Sure. So, or 2019. If it's a, if there's enough time, don't even, I'm not even going to give a number, but if there's enough time between the, the last film and the reboot they'll do it all over again. I'm going to um, say right now, yeah. the only deciding factor, and it just occurred to me, I didn't bring this up to say this, it actually just occurred to me while you were talking, Yeah. just so it doesn't sound like I, I had a whole setup for this. Uh, the only deciding factor, I think, on whether it be a reboot or a continuation is going to be whether or not Carrie Elways is still alive. Uh, well, he's only in his like late 40s, early 50s, so... Ac- accidents happen. All I'm saying is that <laughs> if, if he's still alive, They'll do a continuation, and he'll be in it somewhere, and then that'll explain like the gap and everything. That's but if he's not alive, there's no one else really interesting enough that's still alive in the series to right. pick it up, so it wouldn't bother. Yeah, that's just my thought. Um, so I'm sorry, you're challenging to me. Okay, so uh, it's theme is uh, is the challenge. Not following, okay. not following. Please no. It is not um, the theme is the one character in the film, the one that's in love with the girl Jay. Where uh-huh. he basically, the entire film, you you got the whole notion that he has loved her his whole life since they were little kids. They had their first kiss together. And, you know, uh, he, he wants her and she's like with somebody different and, you know, it really bugs him. And it's just, the, his thing is her. He he wants this curse just so he could be with her. Um, so the you theme know what? that that's why at the end of that film, the only thing that makes me happy is knowing that soon he will die. <laughs> He's the most pathetic fucking character in this film. Well, that's Sorry, my challenge. My challenge is he that character reminded me what? of one film and one film only, 
where the the character in that movie goes through the same thing he is in love with this one girl in the movie and the whole that the whole film is like his life experience you know it's a coming of age thing and Can't he's just love? no it's not that it's it's older than that older than that and and the the the, the kid in this film looks a lot like the kid from the film I'm challenging you to. So that's why it's like res- like a resounding has to be this movie. What 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 decade is this film from? Uh it's 80s, early 80s. Of course it is. Where where bad films were born. Yeah. Um, or and I'm sorry, no. Bad films were born in the, in the 70s, but they they matured and ripened in the 80s. Um yes. thank th- thank you uh mom and pop shop direct video. Um <laughs> I, I don't know if you gave me enough to go on. Any any other hints? Um, it's uh it's a cult classic. It's one Is of those it? it's one of those gems from the early '80s that no one really knows about, but enough people do uh, that it's like, oh, I remember that movie. I like that movie. Or it, it's it's one of the maniac. No, it's a different kind. It's of not story. maniac. <laughs> okay, it's a coming of age film. You know, sex and drugs. Um, and it's that the premise is that the one kid is, he's totally in love with this girl and it's just, he's just after her, the whole movie. The Boston Strangler. No, 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 no. Uh, uh, any actor hints you want to give me? Nobody famous. Damn. Um, not a night in the life of Jimmy Reardon. Nope. I'll give you the year it came out, came out in 1982. Not gonna help me. I, I have no real okay. concept of time. Uh, I'll give you a, a word from the title. Okay. <laughs> that bad, eh? The, 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 well, it, yeah. This might give it away. Virgin. Uh, last American Virgin. Uh, That's uh, the uh, one. Okay, it was either that or, or, or uh, what was it? a Polish Virgin, a, a Polish Vampire Virgin in Burbank. That's this Polish. That's Polish Vampire in Burbank. Yeah, no. Uh, last American uh, Virgin. Last American it, now, Virgin. Isn't that a, a a Globus film or a remake of a Globus film? Uh, I didn't. Or think am it I was. thinking this anything else? I didn't think it was Golden Globus. I thought it was a remake of a Golden Globus film. It came out in '82. Golden Globus were like mid '80s. But, but I thought it. Um, I think I'm trying to think if that was. Uh, I'm trying to. I'm thinking back now. Um, was that the remake of Lollipop, or am I thinking of something else? Yeah, Lemon Popsicle. It's Lemon a remake Popsicle, of Le- which was, I think, was a Golden Globus film. I'm trying to remember. Uh, the correct- okay, I remember seeing this in the documentary. Yeah, that's what uh, I'm saying. Yes, yeah, so this Electric is Electric Boogaloo. Is the, yeah, Last American Version was a remake of one of their early films. Oh, you know what? It's directed by the same guy, uh, Bose Davidson. Bo, yeah, Bose, Boaz, Bo, Bo, Boaz. Yes, who went on to produce a lot of shit, but yeah, uh, yes, he sure did. He directed Going Bananas. He <laughs> did. He really? <laughs> Not the same one. Uh, he's Still executive producer uh, on the new Leatherface movie. There's a new Leatherface film. Oh shit! It's coming out in 2016. No, they're doing that. Yeah. Have you have you seen the Last Chainsaw? No, no, I have not. You know what? All I gotta say is the first half is like, oh, this is fucking god awful. The last half, I kind of enjoyed a bit. 
Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. You know what? Just 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 from like a like an eighties horror fan standpoint, the last half was like, hey, you know what? You went somewhere with this. Like, I don't like that. It, but there's way so there's so much. The the main problem with the chainsaw, the the entire series is that there's so much continuity problems because none of the films ever want to really use any of the other films. They always want to start every single film, every single chainsaw film tries to like start from scratch. Even Texas Chainsaw 2 kind of like tries to reinvent itself. It's really very fucking bizarre. Hmm. No, yeah, I guess, no, I guess, no yeah, chainsaw film you ever watch. Yeah, and like this last one was worse because it actually tried to involve the last films but but reinvent them at the same time. Right. And it's to the point where to the point where Leatherface is supposed to be like a, a, a cousin, but he should be more like an uncle because he should be like twenty years older than all the teenage girls who who shouldn't be teenagers because they were born back in the seventies. <laughs> it's really fucking bizarre. Yeah, right. <laughs> but, you know, I, I say it's worth worth seeing for like the last half hour because I thought it was something interesting they did with the whole uh, dynamic. You know, okay. there's always something. Yeah, I I think there's very I think the only chainsaw film that's completely not worth watching was the first reboot they did. Because that was so just dull. It's like, oh, we're just gonna do this straight and serious. It's like, ah, no. So the last American Virgin, eh? Last American Virgin, and it's astounding how much the the actor in this looks like the the kid, the lead from Last American Virgin, and just the whole he wants the girl, he's in love with her. It's basically the same thing. <laughs> uh, so. That's your challenge, Last American Virgin, which I haven't seen in a really long time. I remembered liking it when I was a kid, though. I never saw it. Oh, you never did? No. Uh, it's I, I, one, it's I, one of my childhood films. You know what? As a kid, I just wasn't into these teen comedies. It's weird. Maybe because I wasn't a teenager yet. Even as a teenager, I didn't care for the teen comedies. Yeah. I, I'm not... I, I looked not, for anything uh, that had nudity in it growing up. What's... His, <laughs> I mean, what, what's his name? The um, the uh, the Pretty in Pink movies. Oh, John uh, Hughes. Hughes, yeah, the John Hughes shit. I was never a Hughes fan. I was never a Hughes fan. I was ne- I was never into um, uh, like the Breakfast films that we Club. reviewed. Breakfast Club. Well, even even going outside of that, like things like Fast Times at Ridgemont High, just never was really my thing. I was more into uh, wackier shit. Well, that's not John Hughes, but I. I know. I know. That, I know. I know, I know. You know, it's not John Hughes, but the yeah. way you it rolled off your tongue. It made yeah. it sound like you thought it was, so I just want to let never, everybody out there know that you know that it's not John Hughes. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, never, I never even, I've still had to this day have not seen Valley Girl. That's how much I was never into those teen movies. Uh, I, I dig some of those teen movies. Uh, I do like John Hughes films. So I never, I never saw Clueless until like ten years after high school. That's how bad I am. And it came I, out while I was in high school. I saw Clueless, and I totally don't give a shit about that movie. I, but, it's but a different decade. Saying, it just—it's a different flavor, and I'm not into it. My point is, I was never really into these films at all, ever, ever, ever. So, like right. watching them now, it's even more bizarre and like kind of like, uh, kind of like a fisheye outside looking make in. Make for uh, an interesting review, then. Yeah. Uh, all right. So let's go ahead and end this thing. Let's do yes, that. Yes, sir. All right. All right. Episode. Wow. I was saying, we'll see you on the flip side for our, our Wes Craven Memorial, the episode after this. That's right. We're, where right. we're going to review... Um, my, my Soul to Take. My Soul to Take. Well, we're, we're talking about that film. It's kind of like a stepping stone to just talk about Wes Craven and his other movies. Yeah, um, definitely. But we're definitely going to talk about My Soul to Take. All okay. right, so 
episode 181 of Movie Sucktastic. Thank you, as always, for joining us. Uh, go to our website at moviesucktastic.com, and you can download all of our shows there. You can listen to them live every week, Thursdays, 8 p.m., or you can listen to the show right from the site. You can download them, too. Uh, we make that possible for you. Uh, you can also go to iTunes and uh, do much of the same thing. Uh, download your shows, uh, our shows, or um, just listen to them right on iTunes. Uh, you can go to our Facebook page at facebook.com slash moviesucktastic. Uh, everything we post there from movie trailers to our episodes to just whatever is on our mind movie-wise is put there. Uh, you can go to our Tumblr page at moviesucktastic.tumblr.com. If you want to leave us voicemail, the number is 908-514-4470. If you'd like to email us, the address is themovieguys at moviesucktastic.com. If you want to download our free Android app, that is totally free and awesome. Yep. Awesome. Um, yeah. So you definitely you want stream to stream the show right through that. You, you could. Absolutely. Or you can listen to previous episodes. So that is something you definitely want. And uh, well, that's it. <laughs> oh, if you want to do a, if you want to do a web search for Movie Sucktastic in your favorite browser, Scott likes Google. Google, Google it. Google is my All right. god. Yeah, uh, Scott likes Google. You can totally do it that way, and uh, we come right up. All righty, that's it. You got anything? The any words of wisdom there, Scott? Yeah, fuck Ty West. <laughs> it has nothing to do with what we're talking about, but okay. It follows. Yeah, it follows Ty West. Yeah. <laughs> All right, then. Yeah, okay. All right, we'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye, everybody. Bye. Yeah, see ya. See ya. That's something behind me? <laughs> Look out, Scott. Ah!